0: Hello and welcome back to the Hit Show. My name is Danny Russell. I am the managing editor of DRaysBay.com, and we are back to the bracket. I'm not sure what else to call it. Right now, in my brain, it's just the bracket because it could be the greatest race players of all time. It could be the most beloved race players of all time, which is kind of how we've been framing the polls. But we are here to revisit round one, the official round one of voting, and I'm so excited about it. And joined with me today are Darby Robinson. Hello, Darby.
1: Hello, Danny.
0: And our very own Nate Silver himself. Brett Phillips, who's running the statistics for us on this polling adventure.
2: Uh, I thought you weren't going to call me the Nate Silver of the podcast. Wow. I know.
0: It's because <laughs> I committed not to doing it that I did it anyway. Look, Good to be back. Nate Silver is a personal hero of mine. He hmm. might not be very popular in the year of our Lord 2020, but I am a race fan today because I was flipping through the channels and I came across who else keith olberman who i have fond memories of being on sports center watching that with my dad as a child uh talking on msnbc interviewing this complete nerd named nate silver i had no idea what baseball prospectus was and he was on the news telling me that the rays were going to be good this year and that was (laughs) my introduction to both advanced baseball statistics, and the concept of the Rays being an interesting team to watch. Even though I grew up going to games, et cetera, et cetera, I had all the puke green Devil Rays gear. It was that moment that I said, oh, I should pay attention to the Rays in 2008. And lo and behold, it was a good season. And here we are today. So I appreciate Nate Silver. He will always have a soft spot in my heart. That is not why our listeners are here today. We are here to talk about the bracket and specifically the first half of the bracket we put the first two rounds of voting out to the general public and we are going to walk through the results and maybe correct them if we need to we might have our own side bracket let's get into it brett what's the
2: first side of the bracket we need to look at so the if y'all remember from previous episodes the first side of the bracket the first region of the bracket that we chose to create, and the first one we're going to be looking at today, is the Vince Namoli Honorary Region. Uh, these are the years spanning from 1998 to 2007. Of course, Vince Namoli wasn't the owner of the Rays during all of those years, but it's a nice way to honor the first, uh, first real owner of the Rays in that case. So, on the list of people that we were looking at today, we're going to go through each of these uh, matchups one by one, one at a time. Uh, the very first one that we decided, uh, the very first seed in the entire bracket that we decided way so feels like it's so long ago when we seeded these things, uh, but the first uh, matchup that we have is between the 1 and the 16 seed, and in the Vince DiMole region, that is Carl Crawford and Jorge Cantu. Uh, Jorge Cantu, of course, was the, uh, the vote-in, the fans vote-in. Uh, he won most of the vote, and so he got the chance to be obliterated by Carl Crawford. And boy, <laughs> he sure did get obliterated by Carl Crawford. Uh, we had over 300 votes in every single one of these matchups, and Carl Crawford took 95% of the votes. There um,
0: are 5% of people that liked Jorge Cantu, was more beloved than Carl Crawford.
2: I think you can get 5% of people to say that they like anything in this world. (laughs) It's that's the, that should be the error. I mean, I am Nate Silver. So let's talk about error bars. That's the error bar of every single poll you could imagine. Oh boy. I don't, I don't know anything about statistics or polling. So (laughs) I just know how to read. And this says that Carl Crawford won so like such a massive percentage of the votes. It is however, not the highest, uh, Vote margin in the entire bracket. And we'll get to that in a second. But what were you going to say, Darby?
1: Well, I'm I'm curious to track because I, I I would be I don't think like like a regular bracket. I think the 16 seeds are all going to get pretty obliterated. However, I'm curious to see who does the best, which matchup mm. is the closest, and five percent is, you know, that's 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 respectable by Cantu. They're all the the Cantu heads out there that got him mm-hmm. the win into the bracket. They propelled them all the way to 5%. You good know. for them. Yeah,
2: good you for know, them. You know, and I think, too, that we, if you remember the number one seeds of all four of the brackets are Carl Crawford and the Vince Simoli bracket, Evan Longoria and the Joe Madden bracket. And then we had Kevin Kiermaier and the Eric Neander bracket. I think that might be maybe the, not the, by far, no means the closest.
0: The weakest <laughs> uh, one seed.
2: The weakest one seed, and I think I said that at the time, too. Um, the 16 seed. I'm actually going to go ahead and pull that up right now because I don't have anything prepared. Because you know why would you? <laughs> the 16 prepared seed in the Neander bracket that year uh, for, for for this region is Travis Darno, <laughs> <laughs> which again so,
0: Travis Darno had no business winning that entry pool.
2: That's, that's <laughs> up to the fans to decide, the and they proved you wrong and they sided with me. Like Listen, Silver that's the, the next hit
0: show. That's the next hit show. Let's <laughs> dial it in. Jorge Cantu won. But it was actually fairly close, if I remember correctly, between Cantu and Quentin McCracken. Do we think Quentin McCracken gets more or less than 5% of the vote against Carl Crawford?
1: I think less. I think less, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I remember Cantu more fondly, oddly enough. Again, it's maybe just like the period of time. Like he was one of the few interesting players versus McCracken being on a time when there was actually a couple more interesting players, but... I don't know. I love me some
0: Quentin McCracken. I think that's well established. Uh, Great baseball name. Great baseball name. Grade A baseball name. 80 the, grade baseball name. Perfect baseball name. Uh, still in the race system. A coach at the AAA level. Who knows what comes of that? Before that, he was in the front office and assistant GM for the Houston Astros. So uh, he got out when the time was right. Moving on. Uh, I don't think any of us disagree with Carl Crawford winning that first round. So let's move on to the next one. And potentially uh, one of the more controversial ones for me personally, I was surprised mm-hmm. at the result, even though it was eight, nine, Brett Dawson.
2: Eight, nine. We've got Randy Wynn versus Greg Vaughn. And by the smallest margin in the Vince DeMoli region, Randy Wynn takes it with 55% of the vote to Greg Vaughn's 45% of the vote. Again, this was the smallest, closest race in this region. And I got to say, I'm a little surprised. I really thought a lot more people would be voting for Greg Vaughn.
0: I, I, exactly. I mean, we're talking about a member of the hit show. We are talking about a multiple top five MVP candidate, a former silver slugger. Neither of those things with the devil rays. <laughs> but, but immediately preceding, and he was still very good. Um, I I know that we seeded at eight nine, but I personally expected Greg Vaughn to win
1: this. Honestly, I'm pretty I'm I think this is pretty much how I saw it going. I think a close seed. I think we seeded it well, but uh I think Randy Wynn I feel like he just he feels more like a, a Ray or a Devil Ray than Vaughn, just because I feel like Vaughn just feels like more of an afterthought. He, You know, he played three seasons with the Rays, was pretty good with the Rays. An all-star. Uh, with the Devil Rays. Um, well, two seasons was good, and then kind of, you know, last season. But I just feel like Randy when I think for a lot of people, it, it he just sort of reminds them of, like, watching that guy play and part of the team. Whereas Greg Vaughn sort of, you kind of go like, oh yeah, that's right. He was, he was part of it. He was the other guy on the hit show. He, he kind of, I think, think it's like, maybe unfairly, but like kind of lost behind the, um, yeah you know, the Fred McGriff, your Jose Canseco, your Vinny Castilla for a different reason. You know? like, <laughs> F that
2: guy. I, <laughs> I-, I-, I thought, I truly thought that Greg Vaughn um, would carry it based on just name recognition alone, but the, the fans, 309 of the fans voted and they voted for Randy Wynn. So we have all to right, live with so that So when round
0: two voting comes, it will be Crawford versus Wynn. Randy Wynn, you're going to lose.
2: Randy lose. Damn it. <laughs>
0: all right. All right. It. all right. All right. Next one. Next one.
2: So five and twelve seeds statistically in uh, March Madness the five seed is the most likely to be upset relative to the, uh, the the quality of the seeds the twelve seeds are very likely to upset five seeds. However, in this case that did not happen. The not five seed was Rocco not even close. Rocco Baldelli uh, went up against Toby Hall and Rocco took ninety six percent of the vote in a matchup that some are calling exactly as expected. <laughs>
0: if you remember i believe the original draft of seating uh, we ended up pushing it down but i believe i originally had aubrey huff here against toby hall
2: you did how you did have-
0: interesting could <laughs> that have been to see aubrey huff and toby hall duke it out <laughs> I it would think, have been very
2: fitting like just like visually picturing you, that
0: right i i you can literally envision that fight <laughs> um, it would have been an internet crap storm for sure. Uh, it yeah. didn't happen though. Rocco Budelli, obviously the appropriate winner in this category. Although Toby Hall, a great local guy who continues to do good charity work, uh, um, that's why I say great. Uh, his golf tournaments and raising money uh, are well appreciated by the local community. And uh, continuing to do good with a profile when your profile is elevated later on after your career is over, I think is to be lauded no matter your opinions. Mm -hmm. Moving on, uh, I think we can just cruise right on past that unless uh, Darby, do you have some love for Rocco?
1: Oh, I I definitely do. I just want to say that I think Rocco is gonna have this great second act two of his career. He's already having it. You know, he was already- Oh my goodness. I mean, he's
2: he's
1: so good. I think he right now is sort of already looking like the Steve Kerr of the MLB, which is maybe that guy who's younger, who's like, people are like, oh yeah, I definitely remember him as a player and already very successful as a manager, but then also kind of outspoken with uh, like being on the right side of history with, with, um, with, with current events, being not afraid to use his platform Mm -hmm. and
0: in Minnesota.
1: In Minnesota and helping lead change with the Twins there and I I just think you know who doesn't love Rocco you know like the 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 on the field we already talked about it the last time you know the the career that could have been but you know what his second half he's gonna he's gonna still be you know one of those guys around baseball that people root for people want to see succeed and who is succeeding because he's really really good and And with the shortened
0: season the Rays won't even face the Twins Unless it's the playoffs, so I am a Twins fan this year. I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Rock the
2: warrior, po- the warrior poet of the MLB, and I like to see him like that. Moving on to the next section, we've got the four seed versus the thirteen seed. The four seed was Scott Kazmir. He was up against Mark Hendrickson, and you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out who won that one. Scott Kazmir won by the widest vote margin in this region.
0: Wow. Ninety-seven. 97-
2: 97.3% of people voted for Scott Kasmer over Mark Hendrickson. More, again, more than Carl Crawford. People voted for Scott Casmer. Wait,
0: hold on. The two seed Fred McGriff was up against John Flaherty, and you're telling me this was the far and away winner?
2: Carl Crawford, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Carl Crawford actually got uh, more of a vote margin than Fred McGriff did over John Flaherty.
0: Oh, my. Spoiler gosh.
2: alert.
1: There are some people there's some people out we're there.
0: coming back to that in a second okay so that means round <laughs> two will be rocco versus casimir and that right.
1: will be compelling that's a great yes. match. that's a great matchup we love to uh, see it yeah casimir versus that that's that's kind of that's you know that's okay. feeding into the wolves but i will say we we did have some B that really kind of made a maybe a stink and and i will say maybe Personally, we could have maybe swapped, you know, the big giant out for another big red guy. Uh, uh If you are listening, Seth McClung, I think we might have, you know, maybe (laughs) we should should have included you here. Maybe you should have been the one that got beaten horribly by Scott. I
0: mean, among the Devil Rays who comment on our site, he is the only one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry, Seth death (laughs) mcclaw i think i think if you put him in this i think he does do better than hendrickson hendrick because because he had a nice somebody we're about to talk about he had a nice public twitter fight with aubrey huff and Mm. he absolutely schooled him in that so i think maybe you would have thrown some votes just because he he absolutely could still bring some heat even if it's just on twitter
2: darby i don't know if you did this on purpose but aubrey huff is actually in the next matchup what an amazing segue segue what an incredible segue well aubrey huff we spotted him in at the sixth seed um i believe he was ranked higher and he was pushed down because of reasons by rocco that's fair By, by rocco and then the 11th seed was roberto hernandez and in a stunning upset is it a stunning upset
0: Listen, Roberto after Hernandez. the first day of voting it would have been stunning. And I say that because after day one of voting, Aubrey yeah. Huff was winning by like ten percent of the vote with like a hundred and seventy votes in.
2: Aubrey Huff was pushing it. Aubrey Huff was uh he was yeah, he was he had like around like when I checked he had like fifty-five to sixty percent of the vote. Um, that got picked up, I guess, by a couple people on Twitter, including one manager, managing editor of d Rays Bay, Daniel <coughs> Russell, who retweeted it and was like, hey, y'all want to fix this? <laughs> but Roberto Hernandez, <laughs> what did we, I thought we were going to put our thumbs on the scales if we needed to. I thought we agreed on that. No right. thumbs.
1: Um, I cast one vote. And uh, it was the right vote.
2: Yeah, well, you and 64% of the vote uh, ended up picking Roberto Hernandez. Uh, Roberto Hernandez almost uh, out, is out, outvotes Aubrey Huff by two to one in this case, and he upsets the, uh, the Huffster. The, hu- the Huckster. The late, some, some
1: late uh, maybe campaign faux pas for, for Huff with more. Sure. You know, more, very recent, even more, uh, Twitter feuding with Stroman yeah. and, and uh, literally everybody. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a human mess. Um, but here's the thing. I don't want to talk about this being a vote against Huff. Let's give some credit for Roberto Hernandez, who I mm-hmm. think if people read Juan uh, Toribio's uh, really excellent um, kind of interview and like kind of history uh, that he did on MLB.com last year, I, if you haven't, definitely go check that out. Hernandez is a really interesting character. He's a really interesting guy. And he was very successful with the Devil Rays. I mean, he was the best reliever for the Devil Rays for a long time because there was a long period of just absolutely the worst bullpens you could imagine. The closer
0: Uh, for the opening three seasons, an all-star in 1999. In 1999, he led all of baseball in games finished and was a top 10 Cy Young finisher, if memory serves.
1: Under under three FIP that year, 2.2 FWAR for that year in 1999. He was a very 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 good reliever, great closer, and he has one of the better single seasons of any Ray or Devil Ray reliever. So that that's impressive, and people love a good closer. You know, we in like this, we're more stat centric here. We did a whole opening on Nate Silver for guys' sake, but when when it comes to things, we definitely tend to malign closers and that role but it is a sexy role if you can close out a game if you can get those last three outs the fans will love you you will be beloved and that's what Hernandez did
0: for what sake moving on um okay so who will Roberto (laughs) Hernandez be taking on uh when we get to round two
2: so the uh next matchup was between the three seed and the 14 seed we've got Wade Boggs versus Danny's Baez. I, oh, I do another closer. Another and did closer. the closer pull off the upset? Well, I can tell you what, I remember that someone wanted to put Wade Boggs in as the number one seed in the very first episode <clears throat> of this of this podcast. <clears throat> and we luckily fixed that because Wade Boggs did win, but not by a whole lot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Rel- <laughs> relatively, speak- relatively speaking, for a three-seed, Wade Boggs, he won. He won with 85% of the vote. But for someone who's got a plaque in the Hall of Fame with the Devil Rays logo on it, he might have thought he might have put up a little more of a fight. Um, but, no, he, he did win. He will be facing Roberto Hernandez in the uh, the, ra- <laughs> the round of 16. Or 32. Oh, I'm bad at this. <laughs> I'm no yeah, Nate yeah. Silver.
0: The next, the next round. Okay, so Wade yeah. Boggs and Roberto Hernandez. So, very
1: classic first, you know, yeah. Devil Ray right. inaugural season battle. Yeah.
2: Okay. We love to see it.
0: And uh, there's the two match more up. matchups left in round one uh, for this bracket. Let's get to them.
2: So, we've got uh, seven versus 10, Julio Lugo and Ronaldo Arroyo. Uh, Julio Lugo took this one, 71% of the vote for Julio Lugo. Uh, you have a jersey of him, right? Danny, uh, as a small that? child. As a small child? Okay. No. It's a kid's small. You don't, <laughs> you can't make it a belly shirt.
0: I believe I had a Lugo mm-hmm. and a Cantu.
2: Uh, oh. Well, that's sad. I think uh, I had both. Final... <laughs> well, <so laughs> final what final what I forget
0: so. is that I had ones where the number's on the back, and I had ones where it's like the player on the front. So, like, I had shirts with James Shields on them, but they weren't a mm-hmm. James Shields shirtsy. Mm-hmm. And uh, my pro- brain Shields. is conflating... Did I have Cantu on the back or did I have Lugo on the back? I think it was Lugo. This is too you much. You Just detail. had
2: an ad for like the Devil Rays on your shirt. Is what you had. It
0: was just puke green. That was my color.
2: <laughs> uh, final matchup: Fred McGriff versus John Flaherty. Two versus fifteen seed. Fred McGriff. I mean, the crime dog ran away with this one with almost ninety-five percent of the vote. Did you need almost me to tell you that? point six.
0: Mm, that should have been like higher. how Fred,
2: like Fred McGriff, is almost in the Hall of Fame. He almost
1: got ninety five.
0: Oh, now I'm sad.
1: That's yeah, not, not nothing good. much needs to be said. Fred McGriff, obvious, yeah. obvious winner here. Gonna be competitive in this side of the bracket, and uh, yeah. yeah, great guy, awesome player, should be in the Hall of Fame. So that Except region the had a
2: that region had plenty of chalk in it. The only upset, quote unquote upset, was uh, Aubrey Huff. Uh, losing to Roberto Hernandez but running down the list of the people who won we have Carl Crawford will be facing Randy Wynn in the next round Rocco Baldelli will be facing Scott Kazmir. a truly mm. good matchup I'm very excited to see how that one turns out uh, Hernandez will be up against Wade Boggs and then Julio Lugo will be taking on the crime dog Excellent We love to see it
0: all right, moving on to the second
2: half of our
0: first round of voting. Brett, bring us to the next category of
2: our bracket. Welcome to the Joe Madden region, spanning the years from 2008 to 2013. We looked at 16 players in this region. Uh, some of these players were active for the Rays a little bit before this time, some were also active a little bit after but they had the bulk of their good years with the Rays during the years 2008 to 2013. First matchup we're gonna be looking at is the one seed versus the 16 seed. And you all know who the one seed is. Do I even have to say who he is? I'm gonna do it anyway. We have Evan Longoria who's facing off against- I'm sorry, I have
0: the same reaction to you saying Evan Longoria to when the hyenas reacted to someone saying Mufasa.
2: (laughs) Well, there are three of us. If you didn't hear me, it was Evan Longoria versus Matt Joyce. Um, Evan Longoria, of course, one of the most famous Ray, if not the most famous Ray of all time, handily took care of the hometown boy, Matt Joyce. 96% of people voted for Evan Longoria.
0: So how close was the Matt Joyce vote in?
2: The Matt Joyce vote in, that's a good question.
0: All right. While you're getting that, props to Evan Longoria, who very may, very well may take this entire thing. We recognize that from the onset. Uh, the more interesting thing about this conversation was paring down 64 plus 12, so 76 names into the uh, the the finalists, and trying to figure out who the most beloved characters across Ray's and Devil Ray's history would be. Evan Longoria is an easy favorite. He's the strongest one seed out of any of the one seeds. He's the strongest contender to take the whole thing. I still think if I had to bet money, he will take the whole thing. Um, But Matt Joyce is an interesting first round matchup. So, okay, so Matt Joyce.
2: Matt Joyce uh, won it with 44% of the vote, um, the fan vote. Uh, which wasn't the highest uh, fan vote uh, percentage that we had. That actually goes to uh, Jorge Cantu, which took it with 52% of the vote. He had over half the votes for the fan vote and still was knocked out by Carla Crawford. And Matt Joyce <laughs> suffers the same fate being knocked out by Longo.
0: Okay, who were the other uh, finalists with Matt Joyce there?
2: Uh, you know, I just... Closed... <laughs> <laughs> um, Control-shift-T,
0: you know, it'll I, bring it right I back. Did
2: con- oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm here for it uh with matt joyce uh we also had wow you can't see me but i'm looking off screen scrolling like my finger depends on it uh, I'm this is so cool. That this is the very last episode of me on the podcast <laughs> This is the last time i'm gonna be on it this is do we cool need that to edit this out to talk about it.
1: We we nate silver it more like
0: nate bronze
1: oh <laughs> we do have another Brett if we need to sub in oh, i got wait. it i got, Gosh, I got it i fired well, no brett's, brett's doing the, the other running. podcast
2: no, okay. So with Matt Joyce, we got Matt Joyce. Next up was J.P. Howell. We had okay. him there. Then we had Cliff Floride in there for sort of a old timey veteran presence. Uh-huh. Who I, I would vote for? Said. Yes. Uh huh. And then we had Sean Rod. And old uh,
0: Sean who, Rod. who was second place in the in the voting there?
2: That was J.P. Howell with twenty three percent of the vote.
1: Fair, fair. That was my vote. That was well my liked. Vote. Okay, that was mine too.
2: Actually. Yeah. yeah so Join me. This
0: Oh, so we would have gone for J.P. Howell collectively. Oh,
2: look at that. I think so, yeah, I think. Between I, the three I, of us. Yeah, I would have wanted J.P. Howell.
1: But this shows how our love of democracy didn't mm-hmm. force.
0: And J.P. Howell versus Evan Longoria Longo wins, right? Okay. J-
1: Let's just move J-
2: on. J- we spent too okay. much time <laughs> Is on. that anything? Yeah. Let's move on. Um, So next one, the always interesting eight versus nine seed. In the eight seed, we had Desmond Jennings and Jason Bartlett was the nine seed. Both of them, I learned, I forgot this. They both wore the number eight. So in a way, this is a sort of who is the best raised player to really wear the number eight between the years of 2008 and 2013, which is super interesting. Crazy eights. Um, Crazy eights. Well, the eight seed in this case did not take it. The winner was Jason Bartlett, the number nine seed, with 58% of the vote. It was the closest one in this region. The closest matchup. That's not true. It's almost the closest matchup. Wow, it okay. was almost okay. the closest. Okay, okay. Oh I, don't, I
0: don't know if I love it, though. You don't love that? I think if... Me, personally, I think I vote Desmond Jennings.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, just because his contributions are unheralded. But I do think the, the prompt for the voting is most beloved. And people didn't really beloved Desmond Jennings. He is underappreciated in the history of race voting. So I do think this is a reasonable outcome. And I appreciate that it was close.
1: Yeah. I, I, so I voted for Desmond Jennings in this matchup. No, nothing against Bartlett. I actually, this is a very, I think. This is a pro
0: Bartlett podcast. Yeah. Uh, if we could it's vote Desmond. Bartlett for president,
1: we would. <laughs> Uh, Jed. Then we could
2: <laughs> we could vote Bartlett for president.
1: Um, here here's the thing. You know, I I think Danny's right on this one in terms of the beloved prompt, and it's interesting because like Bartlett, he has one amazing year. He has one like five win season, which kind of was by far the most outlier season of his career. Um for the most part he's like a 2 to 3 win player which is really good for a shortstop that gives mm-hmm. you plus defense um Desmond Jennings was a like for a lot of Rays fans like a big disappointment as a perennial 3 win outfielder like re- like that's a if you're disappointed by that you have very high standards which again Rays probably do you know Rays fans do have pretty high standards when it comes to prospects you know there's you know, high bar is not making it to the majors or even being consistent. It's You want to see that Longoria. You want to see that David Price. You want to see, um, you know, the spectacular. Now, I think the the big thing there is that Desmond Jennings maybe was, was his hype level, maybe he did not reach as great. He was a better player than Jason Bartlett during his raise time. However, Bartlett does have that peak that's higher than any one Jennings season. So if you're a peak versus... You know, all human value. You go Bartlett, and if you maybe go in terms of expectations, Bartlett was wildly better than you maybe were expecting. Um, he was really, really good immediately with the Rays, but then he has this amazing season that nobody expected. Whereas Jennings, two and a half to three wins was like, yeah, okay, that was that was the worst case scenario. I wanted, I wanted six wins. I wanted mm-hmm. that. You know, mm-hmm. I wanted what Rocco could have been if he was healthy. I wanted Carl Crawford. I wanted, you know, BJ Upton again. Right? And we discussed like the
0: very unfair Carl Crawford comparison that he yeah. had to uh
1: fight against his entire career. And and that's the and that's the problem. It's like you want like what, you know, we have now with like Austin Meadows. You want like that like coming out of the gate, like that all-star caliber outfielder. And Jennings he did really well. Austin he, Meadows
0: Oh, Austin Meadows, who said he did not lift a weight in between spring training and returning to camp this week, beer does have weight, by the way. So yeah, he was also like fishing every day, right? I mean that that
1: requires some resistance training. There's a lot of wrists. It's all yeah. wrists. Yeah, I have a Quick weighted wrist. remote
2: control. I, I mean, I think it was. <laughs> we're in
1: we're putting in some work. Kevin, give us a call. Um, So I think that's the big thing here. Bartlett versus Jennings. If your expectations were, I wish Jennings was the Hall of Famer that we thought he could be, and he flashed at times, he is a disappointment. But only if you have those really high expectations.
0: If I imagine the Rays fan narrative, Jennings underperformed expectations, and Bartlett was part of 2008. It's a and crime of so expectations it's, for yeah, Jennings. It's not, it's not a surprise that Bartlett wins. I think we were appropriate in our seeding, and I think it's okay that he won. He will go on to try and best Evan Longoria in round two. Moving on.
2: Moving on, the five and 12, the ever-exciting five versus 12 seed. Our five seed was BJ Upton, and our 12 seed was Deano Navarro. And the fans picked right on this one. Upton came away with the victory in this matchup with 83% of the vote. 83! Pretty high, right? For a I, 5C, that's pretty high. I, I pretty mean, low. I, for BJ Upt, you think? Pretty
0: low! Oh, so pretty this low. is interesting. Yeah, I think interesting. I side on the, that was a strong
1: result. It is a strong result. Yeah. I can't imagine, I mean, here's the thing, I was, I'm glad that BJ won, but the mm. bo- bo- Bossman Jr. for me is one of my all-time favorite Rays players. Yep. I loved, loved watching him play. And so I, like for me, that's like a 90% plus, especially against mm-hmm. Navarro, who was good, but I feel like, you know, I don't know if he stirs anything in my heart. But Bossman, like seeing him glide in the outfield to make catches are that amazing, one of the sweetest right-handed swings that the sure. Rays have ever had. Um, I was like, I thought 90%. Would have been justified. 83% is still strong though, so I will say the Rays fans got it right.
0: So here's my hypothesis. I'm thinking that maybe 15% of the Rays fans who were voting in this poll were like me and went out and purchased the Evan Longoria edition of MLB 2K10 when that came (laughs) out, the video game that had Longo on the cover on it. And Uh if you bought that game and played franchise mode with the Tampa Bay Rays, you were treated to a 3-4 in the batting lineup of Longoria, Deonor Navarro. And I'm here to tell you, in MLB 2K10 from 2K Sports, Deonor Navarro was a freaking cheat code. A switch-hitting catcher who just hit bombs everywhere in that video game. You could put him in a home run derby and you would win. 2K Sports thought Gianro Navarro was God's gift to baseball <laughs> and made him a contender for the number two slot in the lineup if I wasn't putting Zobrist there. It was bonkers. It was so much fun to play Zoe Longo Navarro, bam, 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 in that lineup. It was so far away from reality. You, you,
2: you think that only 15% <laughs> of the people did that? I think that number is low, man. I think, like, I'd say 80% three percent of the people did that <laughs> like i don't i i i i agree that diana navarro i also played that because i've um uh, because um longer was on the 2k10 cover and navarro was a monster in that game it's I, 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 I feel that i i feel that. that that's a lot of where my i feel like a lot of my
0: and the franchise alert, let I you play it. every game with him in the lineup <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs>
1: See this is the, this is this is probably where it's coming from. I'm a, I'm a MLB the Show from like 08 on. Mm. So this is this is why. Wow. This is why elitist. I mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how BJ Armstrong wins. <laughs> this is why I'm the
2: no. Well, Upton wins handily, uh, in that round. Um Rocco Baldelli was the five seed in the past round and round, and again he won with ninety six percent of the vote. So maybe that eighty five per eighty three percent is a little bit low, but yeah. He's making he's going he's moving on. And he'll be playing the person who is the winner of the next matchup that we have. It's the mm-hmm. four versus thirteen seed. We've got mm-hmm. David Price and Alex Cobb. I'm curious to see what you guys think about this result. Um Two David David
0: postseason heroes.
2: Two postseason heroes, absolutely. Different levels of um,
0: <laughs> now, guess, now, importance
2: with, the, with that.
0: Now, a lot of people hear David Price and don't think postseason heroes, so we can, we can clarify <laughs> that. We're thinking about 2008 when we say that.
2: Sure. Um, yeah, so we have, of course, David Price winning that, but he, too, wins with 83% of the vote over Alex Cobb. Now, similar. to me... The same number people... That to uh, me, that to me seems low. <laughs> I don't low. know. That's low to me. I, I love on David Cox. Price. No, I, I, it's it's crazy. People, Red Sox fans, and you know, Dodger fans or something, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Dodger but Green. that to me, Dodger, yeah, Dodger Green. I, I think that David Price winning with eighty three percent of the vote is, is is one of the bigger shocks. To I will say Dodger Green
0: because David Price is the player on the Dodgers roster playing the min- uh, paying for the minor league players to receive something more akin to an
1: appropriate salary during COVID nineteen.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Credit to David Price.
2: Good for him.
1: I, I think Alex Cobb gets. Um, he had one of the most fun to watch change ups in baseball. Um, it got nicknamed the thing it was it when you have a pitch that has a nickname that's always fun um but like david price i mean it this is not not even close to me not even close to me i mean like this is a guy who the hype was immediately like delivered he comes through in you know joe madden throwing the rookie in like one of the biggest moments what a brave what a Merlo Joe just rolling up and saying, you know what, kid, go get us to the World Series. What a move. Uh, David Price is amazing. He had a great raise career. He lived up to the entire billing of that draft pick, Mm -hmm. the entire prospect hype. And he's had a great career. He's now wildly underrated. Yes. You know, he he got a huge contract from the Red Sox, deserving every Mm -hmm. damn penny. Mm -hmm. Make your money, man. and he was good with the Red Sox and all this time Boston media has basically said how much, how terrible he is. And it's just like, but he's good. What is wrong with you people? And now he's with the Dodgers. He's doing right by the minor leaguers. And you know what? I, maybe he gets what 12, 13 starts in our 60 game season. I hope so. I love for press continues.
0: We'll see you in the world series. Yeah. (laughs) And then he can have a bad start.
2: <laughs> All right, boys. Next up on the list, we've got our six seed versus our eleven seed. Our six seed was Carlos Peña. He of the one hundred smile percentage, smile one hundred percentage. Whatever. He's he's a really nice, mm-hmm. handsome man. Great eighty smile. Great 80, eighty smile. Pants,
0: if you know what I'm saying.
2: And okay. And we've got <laughs> Matt Moore. With uh Matt Moore was uh, our eleven seed, and I fought hard for Matt Moore at this spot. I thought he was a good yeah. player to have on the bracket for a while. Um, but he's no Carlos Pena. And the voters made it show. Uh, Carlos Pena takes this matchup with 91% of the votes.
0: If we had to uh, wager at the beginning of all this, which matchups would have a 90% or higher uh, win total,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I would have put money on Pena doing that. That's great. Good
2: for him.
1: I think Carlos, I mean, he's universally loved. He's just an amazingly nice man and he was fantastic like he uh, he was really fun to watch and
2: clearly he, loved to play in st petersburg too that was another great thing about
1: carlos yeah he it was his home he's and he's still kind of he still likes the rays he still does well by us in the media and you know matt Moore. i mean another he, player who underachieved expectations and that's the thing he great player but like the prospect hype was I mean,
0: the Baseball America uh, edition was like the three great phenoms, Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, and Matt Moore. Wah, wah.
1: There, there was sad. legit talk that, you know, because Strasburg already had his TJ that you take Moore instead, like mm-hmm. of those two young, you know, aces going forward. So, yeah, I mean, the hype was through the roof. He showed a bit of that hype. And then, you know, pitching, it's brutal on you. It it just will destroy the arm, so it was. It will. uh, oh, we love Matt Moore though in this
2: house. In this house, we stand Matt Moore. Anyway, moving on. Uh matchup, number three seed versus the fourteen seed. We've got James Shields versus the the angry Aussie, the raging Aussie, Grant Balfour. Uh we've got Shields versus Balfour and old Jamie Shields takes mm-hmm. the takes it away with this one. With, again, 91% of the vote. So both Fair. Pena and Shields, who will be playing each other in the next round, uh, come away with uh, over 90% of the vote
1: each time. That's, so that's, that's gonna pretty impressive. Fun. That's going to be a fun matchup.
2: Yeah.
0: We didn't really touch on the matchup before, so it'll be Longo Bartlett. We, mm-hmm. we favor Longo there. We'll see what the voting produces. Upton Price. Also super interesting. These four yeah, five These four or fives are, are good. Oh,
2: they're so good. That's Pena, really good. I Shields. Truly I mean don't we, we'll
0: we expect Shields to win that one, right?
2: Yeah. Shields versus Pena, I think Yeah, be... I don't know. I I don't know. I mean maybe, but yeah.
1: That one like, I don't know who I'm voting for. I think that one's gonna be closer than people think. Yeah. Two more.: um, two, more.
2: The two more, two more that we've got. Not to two more. We've got our seven versus 10. We've got Matt Garza versus Fernando Rodney. This one was the closest one. Wow. All of them. This one was the closest one. Garza versus Rodney, with 57 percent of the vote. Matt Garza, owner of the only no-hitter in Tampa Bay Rays or Tampa Bay R- Devil Rays history, takes it. 57 percent of the vote goes to Garza. I think this is the wrong move. <laughs> mm. That is my opinion on this one, and it goes back to that. Dis- it goes back to that discussion that Darby mentioned when we were talking about Bartlett versus Jennings consistency versus peak. I think Fernando Rodney's peak of the closer with the best single season ERA in baseball history at the time puts him even higher up that uh, up there for me than Matt Garza. Even though Matt Garza had a no hitter, something about and the fact that Rodney was so fun. The fact that he just came out of nowhere to do, be so successful that he tilted his cap, that he shot an arrow into the air with Carlos Pena, and they both saw where it landed because they're both Dorcases. I mm-hmm. love it. That's who I would go for. Did we point.
0: underseed Fernando Rodney? Should he have been maybe eight or nine? I, I don't... think he have been seven? I, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, Matt Garza, we seeded as seven, and he wins right. his matchup, so it's uh, maybe yeah. not
1: I think this is just a really heck of a bracket. I mean, like this this section. Yeah, it's a good is a, bracket, yes. It's a slaughterhouse. I mean, this is the glory days for a reason. Um, yeah, I voted. I voted Rodney for the peak as well. I think when you have a season as amazing as his, that it will live for ever in my heart. And he was very, very fun, and very beloved. Um, I can't fault people voting for Garza though. I mean, he has a no hitter and he was really good and really integral part of some very good raised teams and the team that went to the world series. So that's um, a, it's a tough matchup. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with it. Yeah. yeah. Because
0: no matter what, whoever won that one is uh, losing to the final one here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, they are because in our final matchup in this region, They're the best
1: for last.
2: The best for last, and I do mean the best for last because this one had uh-huh. the widest vote margin out of rightfully all of
0: them. So. Rightfully, rightfully so, rightfully so.
2: And in fact, up until we got 400 votes for this for this person, uh, at 300 votes, it was 100 to zero. <laughs> I looked at like 309 votes. That was when we got our first vote for the 15 seed in this case, but here we are with Ben Zobrist and Jeremy Hellickson facing off against each other. And Ben Zobrist, like I even need to tell you what happens. Ben Zobrist, (laughs) the highest vote margin in the bracket so far, 98.5% of the vote. Guys, I said in the beginning of this, I said in the beginning of this, that if we put Ben Zobrist as the number one seed, I would be fine with that. I don't have to rehash with all of my love for Ben Zobrist and everything and how how important he is. Jeremy Hellickson
0: votes for Ben Zobrist
1: in this poll.
2: Yes, for Jeremy Ellickson. Yeah, he,
1: Hellboy lost his own vote, I think. He was like... <laughs> I
2: feel, I for I feel bad for the guy. I, I still like Jeremy Ellickson, even if I don't like to watch him pitch. But hey, He made I it mean, on the
1: ballot. He, he, he did
2: make it on the ballot.
1: Good we job. We promised him that. And, yeah. No, I mean, this is this is a obvious. Obvious Ben Zobris. He is the guy that I think, if there is an upset, if there is a team, there's mm-hmm. one player to, to upseat uh, Longo before it gets to the... Get out of this section of the bracket, it's Zogus. Mm-hmm. So Zogus Longo
0: I, is a uh, very strong set uh, quarterfinal, semifinal, whatever it'll become. So uh, we'll, we'll have to see where we get there. Maybe. Okay, so this yeah. was fun. I really enjoyed this. We are going to release the uh, second uh, half of the first round of voting next. And then after that, we will have another reaction pod kind of walking through uh, what the matchups are. Um, So far, I don't think we have any strong disagreements anywhere except for maybe Jennings versus Bartlett. Maybe.
2: Yeah, I I could see myself voting for Jennings in that one. I think all three of us sort of wanted to see Jennings. But again, when you're facing the number one seed in Evan Longoria, it really doesn't necessarily matter all that much. That's a lot of true. chalk, a lot of chalk in this region. The only non-chalk was uh, the only non, um, the only upset was uh, Jason Bartlett, and even that was a nine seed over an eight seed. So, right, not too much. We're seeding the bracket well, is what that <laughs> tells me.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to the next round. So, well,
1: oh, there was a, the and the other other uh, big upset, but I think not in really our hearts was Hernandez over. Huh. No one's upset. But nobody's <laughs> upset, upset.
0: No yet. no spilled milk there, I'll tell you that. Uh,
1: no. Um no, there was no votes that I, I like I voted for people that didn't make it, but I you know, honestly, this is a pretty solid, you know, I think people are going successfully and uh I'm excited to see the next one. The this these last two I think chalk makes a lot of sense. I think we could see some some weird shenanigans uh yeah. in in the next exactly. two because those become a little bit more. I don't know. There's, there's closer to the heart, closer feelings, yeah. stronger feelings. Little recency bias. Plus, I'll have the fan vote standings up next.
0: Well, that's all we got for today. Uh, the next round of voting will come out shortly, and we will be back to talk about that on the next hit show. Sorry, Brett. Love you guys.